Lynn Fraser is going to help your finances get into shape. Financial Fitness with Lynn Fraser on Family Radio CHRI. Good morning and welcome to the Financial Fitness Show with Lynn Fraser. I am so excited today. I finally, after um, after a couple of years of waiting, I finally have the opportunity to spend some time with Howard Dayton. And Howard Dayton is the founder of Compass Financial. And uh, welcome, Howard. Thank you, Lynn. Just a delight to be with you. Well, Howard, I'm just going to let you just jump right in and tell us your background. Tell us your story. Yeah, um, and, and believe me, I'm the last person on the planet that uh, ever thought he'd be teaching people what the Bible says about handling money. Uh, and my my story really starts with my dad. Um, his father committed suicide when my dad was six years old. My dad was the oldest of three children, uh, raised by a single-parent mom in a very small uh, rural uh, community uh, in Vermont. He, um, they just never had enough money. Uh, he was a track athlete and was awarded a track scholarship to attend the hotel school at Cornell uh, and graduated just in time for what we call the Great Depression uh, in, in the States. Um, mm-hmm. 85% of all the hotels went through bankruptcy uh, during the Depression. Wow. And those really were the two events that uh, marked my dad. Um, he was a uh, hardworking uh, entrepreneur, uh, and, and the conversation around our dinner table at night often had to do with money, business. He mentored me. I followed his footsteps, and by the time I graduated from the hotel school, I really only had one objective in life, and that was to become uh, as rich as I could, as quickly as I could, <laughs> uh, moved to Orlando. Disney had been announced. I thought that would be a great place to make a boatload of money. Uh, started to meet with a small group of um, business people uh, to uh, find out how to be more effective in business. And uh, they actually uh, had a hidden agenda, and that was to uh, try to influence people like me uh, to consider Christ as their Savior. And uh, fortunately, about six months after I started to meet uh, with them, I was introduced to Christ. My wife, Bev, met the Lord uh, shortly after I did. And I became um, partners with uh, one of the men in that small group, excuse me, Lynn. Mm -hmm. And he uh, uh, encouraged me uh, to join him in a study of the Bible to find out what it said about money. And this was uh, in the early... 70s, way back in the 70s. Uh, Believe it or not, we didn't have personal computers, so we read through the Bible, uh, identified each of the 2,350 verses dealing with how to handle money and possessions, typed them each by hand, and then took a pair of scissors and we cut off each verse and said to ourselves, you know, what does this verse say? And uh, we would, if it dealt with giving, we'd put it in the giving pile or the work pile or the the debt pile. So we had all these piles around the office. <laughs> and uh, that process, we went through and uh, arranged them by topic, uh, radically changed my life. You know, uh, God's Word, uh, dealing with the area of money. And just was blown away that he said so much about it. 15% of everything that Christ said 
uh, has to do with it. And really, I think the reason the Lord said so much about money, there's two basic reasons. The first is he, he loves us so deeply. Uh, he realized that money would be a challenge to most of us uh, at some time in our lives. And he wanted to equip us to make the wisest possible decisions. Uh, so that's why he addressed money. And the second reason is that money is a primary competitor with Christ uh, for the lordship of our, our life or the, our affection. Uh, Matthew six twenty four, you can't serve two masters. And it's interesting in this passage, Jesus says something that, I mean, he draws a harsh line. He says, you're going to love one and hate the other. Uh, you're going to hold the one and despise the other. Now, you can't serve God and money. And, um, uh, you know, I really, until that study of what God said about handling money, I didn't realize that, that I was I was serving money and not serving the Lord. You know, Howard, I don't, I don't know if I've ever told you this, but probably the first book when I, that I read when I started my uh, mortgage practice, you know, 12 or 14 years ago, whatever that was, the first financial book I read was your book on Your Money Counts. And it has been, that's foundational. I keep that book handy so that when I am having a conversation with a client or someone I'm providing some counsel to, it I, I can quickly, <laughs> I can quickly find the the biblical reference to um, so that it's, it's so I can give them sound counsel. It's an amazing um, that study that you did in terms of getting all the scripture together has. Um, it's I know it shaped your life, but it certainly shaped the lives of thousands of people, if not hundreds of thousands of people that have gone through training that you have uh, helped to design. Well, it's um, it's been a joy. Um, and I, I, I'm the first one to say I, I plagiarized the Bible whenever I could. Hmm. You know? That's a good and thing to do. Uh, <laughs> it is, it is uh, the truth that God's Word is powerful, uh, will speak deeply to our hearts. And, um, you know, whatever uh, a person can, you know, talk another person into, uh, you know, somebody else can come along and, and uh, talk them out of it. But if it's based on God's Word, that's really the uh, the, the, the life-changing factor. So you and It was get- interesting. One, one of the other things that uh, completely surprised me, uh, Lynn, when we went through this uh, uh, study, was that uh, God didn't just address giving. I mean, I thought that's really what he was going to primarily talk about in the Bible, but uh, it's not just how you handle 10% of your money, it's how you handle 100% and that the Lord gives us guidance on how to earn money in our work, how to uh, spend money, give money, save money, invest money, teach our kids how to handle uh, money. I mean, it's um, everything we need, all the basic foundational principles uh, are included in God's Word. So, Howard, uh, how did that change your life, all of that study? What did that do for you and your family personally? Well, the, the number one thing was I, I came to realize that I wasn't the owner of, uh, of what I had. I thought I was. Mm. but uh, You thought you'd cool. worked for it all, you'd worked so hard That's for right. it all, so it belonged right. to you, right? That's right. Everything belonged to me. Now I might give the Lord 10%, um, maybe. 
probably not, but um, you know the other ninety percent was certainly mine. And uh, when you see Scripture, uh, Psalm 24, 24.1 uh, says the earth is the Lord's and everything in it, uh, including uh, all of our stuff. Uh, and so that was, um, you know, frankly, a big uh, aha for me uh, to realize that God was the owner. And my responsibilities are uh, best summed up in uh, 1 Corinthians uh, 4, verse 2. Uh, it is required in stewards or managers uh, that one be found faithful. Uh, so my job was to be a manager, uh, manager of God's resources, and here's the key to handle it his way. Uh, and really the only way we can find out how to handle it his way uh, is to know what he says about it uh, mm-hmm. in the Bible. That's wisdom. That's wisdom. So... Um, as you started to make some application in your own life and understanding that it all belonged to him, how did that affect your business? Well, again, um, uh, probably out of the 2,350 verses, there are uh, several hundred verses, Lynn, that uh, have direct application uh, to business. In fact, uh, last year uh, I finished a a little book called... uh, uh, business God's way that addresses in practical ways uh, how to handle your resources from God's perspective. But again, He's the owner, and uh, the way I like to uh, <clears throat> describe it is for the Christian business person. Uh, there's not just one bottom line, uh, you know, the financial one. There, there are three bottom lines mm. that we really should. Uh, judge how well we're doing in our business by taking a look at all three. Now, the first is financial. I mean, you have to make a profit or you won't stay in business. Uh, won't be able to pay employees more money. I mean, you, you need to make a profit. Uh, secondly uh, is the what I call the social uh, bottom line. The third is the spiritual bottom line. The social bottom line is how can I use my business to have a positive impact, you know, on the community in which I live, uh, the world in which I live. Uh, the spiritual bottom line is how can I use my business to establish relationships with people, to serve them, to love them, uh, in such a way that uh, they can be uh, influenced for Christ, as you know, as I was uh, through a group of, of business people. And uh, I have a friend who said the um, the new clergy uh, are, are businessmen and women. Uh, certainly in the states, uh, fewer and fewer people are going to church. You just spend a couple hours with them during the week uh, at church. But in the business world, you're spending forty hours or whatever it might mm-hmm. be a week with people, and you really have an opportunity by living for Christ for uh, people to be influenced. Now, Howard, were you still in the hotel business at this time? No, I, when, when I graduated from the hotel school, um, started my career, I, uh, the first thing I did was build a restaurant okay. um, made out of a caboose and five railroad boxcars uh, in <laughs> Orlando. Very successful. I loved to create it, but I hated to manage it, so I sold it. <laughs> um, but then I went into real estate development business, 
And I, I wanted to be teaching people how to handle money God's way full time. But my wife, Bev, Bev said, uh, let's not do that. Uh, wisely said, let's not do it hmm. uh, until the Lord puts you in a position where we won't need to have a salary from the ministry. And the uh, Lord took about nine years, um, but that happened, started uh, ministry called Crown, which uh, focuses on teaching people God's way of handling money, um, stepped down from that role uh, in 07, and uh, then my, my love has been this small group study that uh, was created, uh, we had an opportunity to create, um, and so I wanted to get back into focusing on the small group uh, study, so started Compass uh, in 09. And it and has... Way, it has By the way, we are so excited, Lynn, to be uh, uh, really just a small part of what Compass Canada uh, is doing. Um, uh, I know you're on the, you serve on the board uh, of the ministry, and there are just terrific people involved with Compass Canada. So I'm very thankful for you and, and all those who serve. Well, we've been waiting for Compass to come to Canada for for a time, and it's amazing. So it's only 2007 that Compass was launched, and how many countries are you in now, Howard? Yeah, we're we're in a little over 50, um, and actually we launched it in '09. So it's only been five years. Wow! And it's it's totally a God thing. I mean, it's uh, uh, there's no question that uh, God alone has this on His heart. Uh, to help his people uh, learn how to money, ha- handle money his way. You know, Howard, there's um, there's something to be said for taking the time to study his word, to see what it has to say, to be obedient to the call, to surrounding yourself with uh, with others that um, that have a love for the Lord and and could guide you and mentor you and walk with you and hold you accountable. Um. And then uh, obediently move and obediently listen to your wife. I mean, at least certainly uh, wisely listen to your wife and take her counsel as well. And, you know, the Lord has, has blessed this ministry. I mean, it's clear, you know, when God's at work and invites us in and we join him, it, he blesses the work of our, of, of our hands. Yes. He really does. Yes. And we're, really it's does. huge. It's huge what, what has been accomplished in such a short period of time. And so I know your heart, Howard, is to see people set free to live the life that they're called and um, that they're created for. And um, I'm excited about what's happening in Canada and what's going to happen in Canada through Compass. Well, and are we uh, as well, Lynn? I mean, to me, the indicator, the clearest indicator that that God is in something uh, is by the people that he brings uh, around. And when I look at the team in, in Canada, uh, I say to myself, oh, my goodness, <laughs> these, these people, uh, every one of them loves Christ. They, uh, they have great hearts. Uh, they are, they're passionate uh, about... Uh, their fellow Canadians, uh, you know, learning what God says about handling money. Um, uh, so I, I really 
am, am confident that God's going to do, you know, some terrific things. Uh, probably far beyond anything that you could hope or imagine hmm. uh, in, in your great country. Hmm. I agree. You know, um, you mentioned your desire or your love of small groups. Um, as much as I enjoy doing this radio show, I've been doing it for, oh, I don't know. I think we've, we just logged over the 200th show or something like that recently. So, I love doing this show. I love connecting with uh, all the people that have come and gone in this show and, and the wisdom that they bring and, um, and sharing with, with the people that are listening. It's, it's wonderful, but um, it only goes so far. Teaching, teaching can, have, uh, can provide information, but true impact and transformation and change will happen in small groups, unlike, it will hap- uh, unlike with the radio show, where it's just one-way communication. Yes. Well, and when you look at the life of Christ, he did preach to the multitudes, so Certainly, radio is a great, great way to uh, let a lot of people know. Uh, but his real focus was on the twelve. Mm. Um, the closer he got to the cross, the more time and attention he invested with the twelve disciples. So, real discipleship does take place in the small group, where you you're loved, uh, you're encouraged, you're held accountable to actually do what you're learning. I mean, <laughs> all those things. Uh, really work best uh, in the small group. And uh, Bev and I are getting ready to lead our 65th uh, small group uh, financial study. And the reason we really like to do it is the close relationships that are formed. Uh, people aren't, re- aren't embarrassed. They're not required to expose their financial life to one another. Uh, but you really, for some reason, when, when you talk about uh, money, uh, it allows the relationship to go pretty deep, uh, pretty quickly. Uh, so that's uh, that's the reason why we love uh, to uh, see lives transformed uh, in just a few weeks in a small group. Well, it tears down the barriers. Certainly, certainly, money crosses all all um, aspects of life. It's it it determines it has an impact on where we live and what we wear and what we do and what our kids do and uh, our entertain. It's in every area of our life. So we can't talk about money without without getting into each other's life in detail. You know, in the in the church particularly, or it it saddens me that in the in the church. Uh, if we look to the left or the right, we'll find that there's somebody on either side that is that is probably in some financial duress right now. But the door is not easily open to talk about. It. We 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 stay. Uh, I say we are in the cone of silence. If every if anyone else is old enough to remember, get smart. We had a cone of silence, and that cone of silence is around most of us. But what happens in a small group is that the relationship is developed and disarms some of those fears and shame, so that we can develop a level of trust and transparency. It makes a huge difference. It does make a difference, and uh, once again, I'm I'm so thankful for uh, uh, Crown. I'm so thankful for uh, Compass Canada, um, and, and folks can learn more about the ministry at compasscanada.org.org um, and meet some of the, the really wonderful people that are involved. 
So these there's small group studies, and and now that Compass Canada is is launched, it's officially launched. Um, we're now in a place where uh, we'll be able to offer the small group studies. People can learn the uh, the facilitator roles right online. Am I correct, Howard? That's exactly right. It takes uh, about uh, thirty seven minutes, more or less, uh, to become equipped uh, to be a small group facilitator. Uh, and you don't have to be a financial expert to do it. Um, you don't have to be totally out of debt to do it. You can be, you know, on your journey. Uh, really what you're looking for in terms of uh, a leader is somebody who cares about people, uh, who encourages uh, people. That, that more than anything uh, really is what a small group facilitator does. That's awesome. And the uh, the leaders within the churches um, could bring this to a, an entire church um, and, and set the church free. Wouldn't that be yeah. wonderful to have the church totally right. free of debt and on this journey all together? I guess there's power in this. When there it, is. And the, the interesting thing is, I mean, we to be honest, before I went through the study, I guess we may have been given 1% or 2% a year. Uh, maybe, maybe not. Uh, I mean, it just wasn't something that uh, was that I was really interested in doing. After all, I worked really hard for the money. Uh, but once I got in the Word, once I began to get my financial house in order, um, got completely, by God's grace, out of debt, uh, even to include our, include our home, which took a while, but got that paid for. I mean, our giving... Uh, went off the charts compared to where we were. We were giving, uh, you know, somewhere around twenty to thirty percent a year, uh, and just absolutely loving it. Yeah. Um, it just really changed changed our whole perspective and use of money. Yeah, it 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 is powerful. It's powerful. Um... It's powerful in terms of relationship with each other. It's powerful in terms of relationship with Christ. You know, you uh, you started by saying that money is uh, is talked about so frequently in the Bible because He knows it's the one, it's the biggest stumbling block in terms of our relationship with Him and our relationship with others. And so, coming into alignment with His plans, His purposes, and His uh, His wisdom in terms of how to manage His money can totally transform your life, can totally transform the, the church, can totally transform the life of your family. And it's, uh, it's such important work. And it's such rewarding work. And there is great joy. You know, one of the things that I've found, Howard, when I first started counseling people in, in terms of finances was um, people that didn't know Christ struggled with financial issues just just the same as people that do know Christ. You know, the Christian, non-Christian community, much the same in terms of the amount of debt and struggles that they have. But the Christian population has a level of guilt that's associated with that because they know there's a desire, a deep desire in our heart to give and to be generous. We're we're created as part of our DNA to do that. And so um, there's huge freedom in being able to walk out God's principles and stewardship principles in a way that honors Him and uh, and have that free and freedom and joy in giving. Wow. It's really well said. That's really well said, Lynn. It's uh, freedom 
uh, contentment, and joy uh, are all part of handling money God's way. Yeah. Wow, our time is almost at an end. You know, uh, one thing I'm really excited about with Compass is that compasscanada.org is that it's Canadian content. (laughs) There's Canadian content. It's the first one in Canada that is... Um, that has a Canadian arm that is primarily Canadian content. I know it's, I shouldn't say that entirely because I think Crown had some Canadian content as well. Um, but I'm excited about Compass coming to Canada, um, having um, having an office right in Ottawa. Um, it is a national organization, but there's an office right in Ottawa. So um, there's good things to come. So if you... Uh, if you have an interest in taking the facilitator training or signing up for a small group, then you can go to compasscanada.org. All the contact information is there. If you have any questions, you can certainly call me, Lynn Fraser, at 613-286-1787 or more than enough at the office at 613-520-4157. That's 613-520-4157, morethanenough.ca, and we'll get the information to you so you can connect and get moving forward wow well Howard um, it is a tradition on this show that we close in prayer so I'd like to take a minute and do that and um, and you'll be back next week uh, next week we're going to talk more about biblical principles and finance and I'm excited to have you back again and uh, well, thank you uh, I've been waiting for this moment. I've been waiting for Compass to, Compass to launch so we could do this, and I'm really excited. So uh, thank you for your time today, and let's just take a few minutes and close in prayer. That's terrific. So, Father, we just thank you that you are clearly at work here in Canada and U.S. and around the world. Lord, you are drawing uh, your children closer to you. Lord, I know that this area of finances is a stumbling block for many. And Lord, you have already prepared the way for all of that. You've already provided your word, which is rich and teaches and is alive and gives us all that we need in terms of of how to move forward and what to move forward. And Lord, you've given us Holy Spirit to guide us in that process. And uh, uh, we're grateful for you, Holy Spirit, to to open our ears to you and give us awareness and guide us along that journey. And you've given us a body of Christ to walk together so that we can be strengthened. And uh, I thank you, Lord, that you are speaking to many, even now, that have a desire for more of you, that you're speaking to their heart, you're calling them closer, they want to come closer to you. And so, Lord, would you open their ears, ears even further? Would you give them the courage, the strength, and the wisdom to take the next step, that they don't wait a minute longer, they don't... Uh, They don't delay, they don't procrastinate, and that they step out in faith and in courage, knowing that your plan for them is good and you will provide all that's needed. And we just thank you, Lord, for who you are and what you're going to do, and we give you praise and glory in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Wow. Well, again, uh, don't forget to tune in next week. And um, Howard Dayton with uh, Compass. Uh, compasscanada.org <laughs> now we'll be back with us and uh, we'll be talking more about biblical financial stewardship and how you too can become free so we'll look forward to spending some time again with you next week and have an amazing day filled with hope for today and freedom for tomorrow God bless God bless